Our friend, adventurer, musician, Maddie. Hi guys. <laughs> yes, thank you for coming Woo-hoo! on. Thank you for uh, yes. for taking the time out of your day to come on our show and just oh, yeah. talk yeah. about yourself and how crazy you are. Just kidding. So so <laughs> wild. Yes. So. I live the most wild life. Oh yeah, that's me. But dude, there's so much to you. But where we want to start off is where are you from? And music's a huge part of your life. When did that like? really start taking shape in your life as well. Yeah. Um, so I was born and raised in Elk Grove, California. Okay. Good old nice. EG. Um, Oof. Yeah. Love the party. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've, Not uh, like a bad one. <laughs> what we got, like, strikes no. rolling. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was born and raised in Elk Grove. I've been in California for the majority of my life. Okay. I went to college in Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. There we go. Very so. nice. Love me, the Central Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then since college, I've kind of just been traveling around, exploring. Um, Jeez, dude. Yeah. That's something. That's something I always wanted. I should have done. But it's I never said, too late. Yeah, it's right? never too late. Yeah. I'm, I'm just so saying. Tough just to saying. Say. That's so tough <laughs> to say. Dude. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take vacation, but I'm stressing out over yeah. vacation. I'm like, yeah. but, I mean, I say that to you, but now I'm in the same boat. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> you right. know, now I started it. When did you start like getting into music? Like, was that yeah. something that was brought to you like very young age? So my parents met in college. I'll tie it in. Don't don't you worry. I'll tie it in. No, let's go to the beginning. Basically, they were both going to school for a bio and looking towards medical degrees. And then my dad was like, you know what? I don't need to do that. (laughs) Okay. One doctor's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right? You got this on your Exactly, exactly. So he decided to be, you know, the stay-at-home dad role. Um, And in that process, he got really into cooking. He got really into music. So growing up, I had him playing guitar and singing to me all the time. Wow, Um, cool. And so as I grew up, I just was kind of used to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started playing, like, I think I started taking music seriously when I did, you know, like the cl- the classic um, elementary school talent show. Dude, gotcha. there we go. Okay. I, did, I did a version of Somewhere with a Rainbow, acapella. Which wow. is, That's awesome. The okay. video's out there somewhere, and it's horrendous. I walk on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I walk on stage, and I'm, like, in this awful tie-dye dress with leggings underneath. Just, just, Dude, that sounds beautiful. I'm painting a, a picture for you, yeah. And I stand there frozen the whole time sing through the whole song there's one part that I put my hand up and I do like little jazz fingers and I do one wave and then I walk off stages <laughs> oh my so, blind melon B that was <laughs> I can only imagine that I was like staying in one spot then yeah, yeah. <laughs> one coordinated hand movement, and that was all I did. And that was the beginning. Um, you know, people actually thought I was decent, so then my I started to get into it, and I always loved music. So throughout, you know, junior high, high school, I was always doing something, and I was in like little bands here and wow. there. Cool. And I was getting paid for stuff, which was fun. Is that yeah, okay, yeah. making awesome. money. Yeah, okay. yeah. I started doing those weddings very early on. They paid no pretty way. well. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, what and the then heck? when I went off to college, I was like, what do I go into? Right? Because yeah. I liked biology, but my parents both did that, so I was like, yeah, I want something yeah. that's my own. I had different things that I was. I was. I was always very involved in like a variety of different things. So I was decent at a lot of stuff, but never super committed to anything except for music music had been the only thing yeah, that i was consistent with constant. yeah mm-hmm. so i was like if i'm gonna go pay for a degree might as well do it in something that i know i've always liked yeah. and that's why i went into music um and overall I, th- I do value my music degree it's definitely more classically based than i ever thought i was signing yeah, up for gotcha. and that's what you get with you know a general music degree you, you focus mm. on your classical training well, was that like your major like what, yeah it was okay. literally just music that's, okay cool. that's on my degree gotcha. um huh. My focus was performance, um, vocal it. performance. Gotcha. There you go. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the music degree. It was very well-rounded in terms of giving me a baseline to go from. Mm-hmm. And so I learned all the music theory and musicianship. My favorite class. It was like a little game really? for me. I loved okay. that. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. so cool. that's awesome. And then we had like performance opportunities and, you know, voice lessons, choir, different that's things like that. Um, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Like sounds... when you started performing, was that like something like... Were you just like naturally on stage, like I can do this? Oh, or? it's terrifying. Right? I yeah. Is no, it every it's, time it's, terrifying? So 
It's <laughs> so it depends if, if I'm doing something new that I haven't gotten really comfortable doing, like performing in a band setting with like, you know, a normal gig and stuff. Very normal. Okay. It's like a team effort. It's not yeah. all eyes on me. Uh, and a lot of yeah. a lot of gigs you're doing, like you're kind of the background, like very, very rarely are you the focus of the event. Yeah. Um, unless you're gigging regularly, regularly with a group consistently that's writing that's their own music as well. That's true. Um, but yeah, I think the. The times that I'm least nervous is when someone else who is more nervous than me is performing with me because they're like, "Oh shit, you're not not helping me." Okay, I'm fine. I just gotta reassure you. You'll be fine. But yeah, there's definitely different instances. Like the, I would say the most recent performance that I was really nervous about was. Um, I did a performance with the orchestra at Cal Poly and so I did a big like operatic piece and I was in front of you know it was a smaller it was a smaller symphony orchestra because of the piece that I was doing but you know that was definitely out of my comfort zone so when I was going on stage I was like I'm gonna forget everything was it it just like you singing or yeah yeah I was singing with um, I think I don't remember like a 12 piece orchestra it was mostly strings that's awesome and on a big stage you know Overhead mics, but no, not mic'd up because it's yeah. opera. Yeah. So. Do you have like any? Oh, so it's just you. Yeah, yeah, voice. yeah. That yeah. Dang. It makes me like a little, bit, a little bit more comfortable. Those like you know, like background voices or something. No, like yeah, it was, just, it was just me and some strings, and I had to be loud enough to be louder than the strings. So, but it was a really cool experience. But Sounds I look back like and I'll, you're your own worst critic, right? So I was yeah. like, oh, I, I breathed <laughs> so many times where I wasn't supposed to, and like all these things. But it was a great experience overall. And I got to get like a ball gown and dress up. That was pretty Damn. sick. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's like, how cool. often do you get to do yeah. that? Right? Yeah, that's true. That's Quick true. question. Am I allowed to cuss on the podcast? Yeah. 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 I, love it. I was holding it back yeah. for a second. No, no. <laughs> Please. Yeah, cast. we're explicit on this thing. Yeah. Yeah, most yeah. episodes. Fantastic. Uh, just yeah. drop around like just seven to, to 18 F bombs. That's a wide range. That's my range. quota. That's, That's a wide quota. range. Okay. So I have my list. Here. I just wanted to confirm. Yeah, yeah no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> But yeah, so I definitely still get nervous, but it just, you know, there's always opportunities for growth. And when I'm in those opportunities, I'm naturally going to be questioning what I'm doing. No, for sure. It sounds like you'd be like, yeah, I'll I'll do that jam and then go, oh shit, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've definitely been in that situation. Someone's like, can you learn like 30 songs by next week? I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm like, why? Just 30? Fuck, why did I do that to myself? Okay, 40. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. What would you say like, is like, to you, the biggest performance you've done? Would it be that orchestra one or like for you, just like? Yeah, I would say so. Just because it was definitely like, I there I, there were so many things that I did to work up to that point mm-hmm. um, and get me that opportunity. So in terms of like overall grandeur, I would say that that's probably like my favorite. Yeah. Um, but I will say like, I love the small like combo gigs with gotcha. you know other bandmates. That's my favorite setting to perform in by, by yeah. far. Easily, like those jazz settings, like little clubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like my favorite thing is like an open jam session where you go and play with a bunch of That's really awesome. good musicians so cool. that are just yeah, there yeah. to have fun, you mm-hmm. know. And it's a great networking opportunity too. So yeah, yeah I no can pressure. imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I love the environment. Just like oh, even yeah. when we go to open mics, man, it's people are so supportive yeah. and just like that's why I like about like the the music crowd. It's not it's something I've never really been a part of until mm-hmm. later on because that's when I started, you know, doing music with Derek and Jay. But it's just like very welcoming that I felt at least. It was really cool, really comfortable, especially when you're like with great musicians. They're like, hey, let's just help each other with our craft. Yeah, it's not for money or competition. You know, you don't win anything. It's just for community. You know, I literally go just to get like fired up and inspired, you know, when I meet other people and see other people perform. It's like, and I guess it is kind of a competitive thing, but knowing that you don't actually, there's no trophy. You don't win anything. There's no cash prize, you know. There's no like anger in that. And it's yeah. definitely based in community. Like that's where we met, actually. Yeah, yeah no, literally. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that's the last time mic. I saw you guys. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's a nice way to meet people in the music community. And like you said, everyone's really just supportive. Everyone wants to try things, meet new people, network. Yeah. Um, I will say that was one of the things that I didn't like about my music degree is that it was very closed-minded for classical music. Wow. So there was a lot of competition for stuff that was classical music, but I didn't feel that with like my jazz programs, okay, any of the gotcha. band settings outside of that. Like all of the local bands, we all knew each other, supported each other, gave each mm-hmm. other tips on gigging and stuff, but there's always competition for classical stuff. You're always competing for a spot in the orchestra or competing gotcha. for like Jeez. placement under solos and stuff like that. So mm. it's kind of reminds yeah. me like almost almost like that movie. What's a drum? Not drumline. Uh, what's that movie <laughs> with uh, oh, Miles Teller where he's yeah. the drummer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what movie I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whiplash. <laughs> yeah. That's on Netflix right now. Yeah, yeah. is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I remember like I'm like, oh wow, music is so cool. Then I watched, I was like, oh my 
fucking binder. Like, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're a backup drummer. I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, that, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Brutal. Like, Brutal, man. Oh, my God, man. The music. Uh, also, a quick question. Mm-hmm. Did you choose Cal Poly Slow because of the music program? Or? Oh, yeah, not at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what made you no. choose that school? Yeah. I, I love Cal Poly, but yeah. not, that's not why I went there. Um, okay. I actually applied to a lot of different, like, private music schools because there's okay. a lot of good like Berkeley um, like mm-hmm. Oberlin and I got into most of the small private programs that I wanted and yeah, I thought right. I would want that because of the intimacy of having you know small classes knowing gotcha. your professors mm-hmm. um, but then I realized you know after going to high school at a like big public high school there was like I think my class was 800 students holy wow yeah so oh, Franklin what? Franklin oh. High School yeah yeah so you know I went to all these small schools and they like looked really cool and they had some cool stuff but like then I would see the club list and it was like four things and I yeah not gotcha. to say yeah. that I'm joining more than four clubs but I'm yeah. definitely I am definitely that bitch that signs up for like 30 email yes. <laughs> that is so me so like you know I, I went to Cal Poly and I, I visited a lot of these schools which my dad allowed me to do which was awesome because I think it yeah, makes cool. such a difference yeah. if you put yourself in the environment yeah so I yeah. went to visit these like really cool really awesome schools that I got into got great scholarships for granted they were still absurdly expensive yeah yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, private schools. yeah. And that, that yeah. was part well, here's of it here's 10,000 sure. you know yeah. 70,000 more yeah, yeah. <laughs> also for a music degree it'd be different if I was paying for like, going into medicine but yeah, yeah. I know y'all ain't sending me I don't know how much of an investment I'm willing to make oh, but yeah. yeah so I went to Cal Poly and the thing that I loved about Cal Poly was that it wasn't a music school so our music program was super tiny yeah, so I got true. the benefits of knowing all of my professors. That's like cool. I was buddies with the chair of department and we would always hang out and she That's loved cool. me and yeah. I got great letters of recommendation um, for anything that I needed and but the, I still got the benefit of the giant school, like yeah. all sorts of clubs, all sorts of gotcha. little niches for me to go find and put myself into. That's really smart. Yeah. You found the quality without the quantity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really be able to build those relationships too with like, you know, your professors and stuff, oh, which is yeah. really cool, you know. Yeah, I have like all of my professors' numbers and That's awesome. I can reach out to them, yeah. ask them any questions about guidance or have a call with them. Oh, I've, yeah. Since I've been back... Um, from living abroad last year, I've already visited and talked to my professors again and got, grabbed awesome. coffee and awesome. stuff like that. Awesome. So. Cool. Like, why not? They're just yeah. geniuses, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're available, so I'm going to take what I can. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. And I think that's the cool thing about, like, having that smaller program, mm-hmm. having those relationships. Because, like, I went to, like, I did comms, right? The most basic shit you can do yeah. in college. And I went to Sac State. So, like, my professors were really cool, and I, like, I learned a lot from them. But it's not, like, that in depth like oh he, like he helped me out through my life like he's yeah. gonna we get we grab coffee we talk every other month you know it's like yeah. you grab yeah. grab my degree i'm like thank you guys peace bye and never then, seen you again <laughs> yeah you know so that's just really cool that you i know. will say i had those professors too so <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? like, hey, hey. no that's great that, yeah. that you had that those relationships yeah. and i'm sure they helped you i mean oh, obviously oh, yeah. yeah so Immensely. much but yeah. even continuously now like that's great to have someone like those people to rely on like hey what do you think I should do? Yeah. You know, they- well, and music, it seems like it's such a big community because there's so many people involved in it, but mm-hmm. it is so small. Wow. Like the number of people that I know that reach all sorts of like ends of the world, like all different points. Like I was yeah. talking to a family friend's cousin's like husband and uh-huh. he was like, oh yeah, do you know this person in LA? Like he's living in, in Japan right now. And he's like, oh yeah, I've, I've played at that place that you went and saw a show at, like who was playing. And it's just what? such a small... It's such a small world. And even just in California, like there's so many people that are like, oh, you know this artist or, oh, you know this this performance venue. And um, so, you know, networking is so essential for so many roles and careers, but music especially, like arts especially, Mm -hmm. because you get your support from your community. If people didn't listen to music, I don't know what the hell I'm yeah. supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Well, you know? really big time. Yeah. You need listeners. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what runs everything, you yeah. know. It's super vital to, yeah, like you said, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part yeah. is performing, right? Like, I think that the best part about music is playing with other people. Um, and we had talked oh, yeah. about community with, yeah. like, the open mic night. Mm-hmm. But even just, like, playing in a band, like, there's something so fun and rewarding for working with a group of people to make music. Yeah, yeah I've come to find that out at, at a later age. I've kind of always been dabbling into music, but I got more into it as of recent. And getting to start to work with Derek it has helped me out so much mm-hmm. and opened me up. And it's like, I want to do it. Versus before, I used to be very timid about it. And I don't know if I can do it. And music mm-hmm. never really made sense. And now I'm just like... I can do things that I never thought I could yeah. before. Just oh, yeah. because of the confidence. You know, it helps. It's about everyone, breaking yeah. it down. And everyone starts out hiding in their room, learning yeah. an instrument, right? Or yep. <laughs> some, some yeah. Some yeah. Sort of talking music about thing. this. It's about the wood, like kind of going off grid for a couple years. Yeah. Just like understand it because yeah. it's such yeah. a large concept, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I felt that, like I said, I've been doing music 
pretty much my whole life, right? Uh-huh. And so when I went to college and I did my four years, I graduated on, ta- on time, thank God. Yeah, that's <laughs> lucky. Yeah. But, but, but I, I was not going to pay for a video. Yeah, on time. <laughs> but then part of the reason why I left the country and just took a hiatus was because I had such severe burnout. Wow. Like I was so involved in my school at Cal Poly, like I said, a small program, and I was doing so many things that crossed over in the voice world and instrumental Jeez. world. And for people that like have been a music major, they don't make it easy to do voice and instrument stuff. Uh-huh. So like crossing over into the jazz realm and doing voice stuff within the jazz realm was really, they make it really difficult. The scheduling is never available. They don't wow. encourage wow. you to cross out. What? And so, so I just was like trying to do both things at the same time, which they don't lend its, the music degree already doesn't lend itself to. Yeah. So once I graduated, I got that senior project in, I was like, okay, I'm done. And so, yeah. you know, and, and the other thing with a music degree is they encourage you to go, oftentimes they encourage you to go into teaching or go further your education. Yeah. Okay. Um, unless you're a prodigy, then you just go straight into performance. But yeah. usually it's classical performance, paid gigs like that, join a philharmonic, something like okay. that. Um, but if you don't want to go into teaching and you don't have enough money to go to grad school, me, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? And that's when I bought a ticket to Germany and just got the hell out of Dodge. And also like 22 years of school, I want to do something else. No, with absolutely. Yeah. Go you want me to go teach? Yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> the European well, do it before college, you know, they yeah. go to high school, yeah, and, and then they, they take the hiatus, and yeah. then they go back to college. So they, so they are for sure, they have figured out the world, they have seen culture, and they know what they want to do with their life for yeah. sure. So well, they don't go not, to college and just like, not know. to mention the public school system isn't you know yeah. absurdly expensive compared mm-hmm. to the U.S. Oh, so yeah. you know, if yeah. you make that in, initial investment and decide you want to change something, then you can. Um, like I, like I was living in Germany and the German government helps pay for college for up to like 20 years in one degree. So you could be, what? Wow. yeah, it's, it's something absurd That's like that. Insane. And then if you switch degrees, then it starts over. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and it makes it set up so that you're not stressed about yeah. graduating. You're not overwhelmed by your degree. I met so many people that were like, you know, hitting 28, 29. And they're like, yeah, I went back cause I just wasn't satisfied with what I did for school and I didn't oh. love my job. And there's no. I've never heard anyone say that in the U.S. Like, there's a very few yeah. amount of people that I can get on, on one hand who are like, yeah, I got my whole degree, started my career, was in it for five years, and then decided to do something different. Yeah. Very few people have the courage or the financial oh, yeah. ability to yeah. just make that choice to change something for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, going into music, <laughs> an investment, like I said. Yeah, right. And I don't regret it at all, but I think there's so much that can be explored elsewhere which yeah. is why i wanted to do that and left the u.s for a year is there a awesome. specific reason that like you chose germany to oh leave? yeah yeah oh so my dad uh well and me now um <laughs> were swiss german okay okay and so i okay. got my citizenship while i was abroad oh nice that's awesome yeah and okay. the thing the thing about the u.s that i also don't like <laughs> yeah, hey, <let's> go. <laughs> um is that like we you know, the whole, like, trying to immigrate to the U.S. and you know, kind of blending in. Yeah. Um, being uh, being someone who has a, another culture in another country and then coming to the U.S., they try to erase it so much. Mm-hmm. And so my parents, my dad never spoke Swiss German to me growing up, never spoke wow. German. Okay. I had, like... And some, he, speak, he speaks it fluently? Oh, he speaks it fluently. Wow. Oh, yeah. No yeah. shit. Was he born? Like, he was born here. Um, my, my grandparents moved here. Okay. Okay. All three of my aunts, my aunt and uncle and my dad were all born here and then they moved back for a while. And oh, then no. came back. oh, wow. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, but my whole dad's side is from Switzerland. Like, we're through oh, and through shit. Swiss. Um, and so I just never got exposed to that culture. And I don't know about you guys, but I have never met a Swiss person, let alone, yeah, like, yeah. a German person. And yeah. <laughs> like, they're all on the East Coast, yeah. if anything. And so it's just, you know, I never got a chance to really learn that culture. Yeah. And so yeah. I see a lot of families, even, like, like Mexican families, for example, yeah. super high population in California. California, mm-hmm. a lot of those kids don't speak Spanish well. Oh, yeah, I'm because, one of them. Yeah, because, them. <laughs> because their parents are trying <laughs> to get their kids. Yeah, yeah. And, and parents are trying to get their kids to fit in yeah. and like not sending them to school with weird food and stuff. Yeah. And so it's just so interesting because I feel like in our generation, you're getting a lot of people who are like, I don't feel that connection with my culture. And oh, I no. want to, yeah. especially mm-hmm. coming from a white person, like <laughs> I do not <laughs> I do not want to identify as a US white American. Yeah. To, be totally, <laughs> to be totally honest with you. So, you know. Plants, like identifying as vanilla it's like yeah. I, want, I want to have some marshmallows or like some pecans in me or yeah, something some, give me some something to work with yeah because yeah. i'm not exactly proud of that what that represents yeah you know I mean? 
So could use some more. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> we got some development that needs to happen. Yeah. But yeah, so I really wanted to identify with that culture mm. that I had never yeah. been taught when I was younger. Yeah. So I went abroad. I learned German, and I haven't learned Swiss German yet because it's yeah. not written. So it's not something that I can just oh, learn on my own. Mouth. Like I gotta go. Gotcha. I gotta go live there. So gotcha. that's what I'm deciding. Is in the next few years, do I want to go move back to Europe? And I'm looking at like different degrees oh, there damn. to see if I want to get a master's oh, or something awesome. like that. Um, but the downside, I was like so stoked. I was like, European education, nice and cheap, is gonna yeah, be good. Yeah. Switzerland likes to keep their money, right? So they never join the EU, so I don't get the benefits of being an EU citizen oh. and going to schools there. But it's still cheaper than the US. Yeah. So, Damn. You know. yeah. How long were you in Germany for? Um, I think nine months, roughly. Holy wow. shit. You were yeah. there for a minute. Wow. Yeah, and I was traveling a bunch before I like I, for about two months I did some travel before. So I was in Europe for a whole year. It was Holy a lot of fun. Cool. I, can, I can imagine. Yeah, it was yeah. a good time. Yeah. It was very eye-opening. And I took advantage of just like meeting people and, and networking. And I've made so many friends across so many different countries now. Because everyone that I met there was also expats looking for friendship, looking for a camaraderie oh, when they were okay. searching for something in their lives, right? We're all like going to <laughs> yeah, like, find yeah, some yeah, answers. Yeah. And we're like, great, none of us have the answers. Cool, we'll just hang out. Yeah, just hang out and explore. Yeah, but I met so many wonderful people. And um, it was just... A very, it's Europe still, so it's definitely yeah. similar to culture that we experience in the U.S. in a oh, lot of ways. Yeah, you know, okay. it's same privileges, same <laughs> style of living in a lot of ways. Um, but it was definitely eye-opening to see so many different cultures. And in Europe, you get more concentrated things. Like you, I can tell when an Italian's walking by me. To be gotcha. totally honest, wow. <laughs> and especially like the Germans too. Like I've gotten so used to them because I was living there. So you can see that there's people that are proud of their country and mm -hmm. still living in other places because it's no, a modern yeah. world. People are trying to find jobs in big cities. Yeah. So you get a whole mix of people, but they're so strongly identified with their culture yeah. um, because they're all you know happy being neighbors. But the U.S. is just yeah. one big conglomerate. Mm -hmm. Like I said, like I felt like my Swiss side was completely erased. Yeah. So you know, it, a lot of people live like that where they don't yeah. necessarily have a culture to identify with, and then you get you know the black American experience and like all these other things that you choose to identify or you do identify with because that's all we have. In the yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. Well, that's really so. cool that you were able to go kind of learn your culture and history and, and bring it back and share it. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I have so much to learn. Like I'm, of course. I would be such a transplant if I moved to Switzerland right now. <laughs> I would be such an American, you know, yeah. but I, I think it's interesting because you, you get the grass is always greener on the other side thing. So you need yeah. to go experience something else to really appreciate the things that you have at home. So Yeah, you got to find out for yourself and, you know, because you can hear all things all the time and just yeah. say, yeah, that sounds amazing. But until you've experienced really it, it, yeah, you know. that's when you truly find out. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty awesome. When you moved to Germany, did you like, um, did you have someone like, you're like, I have family there. Like I kind of know somebody, somebody there to like live with or you're just like, need Not, to find somewhere to live. Need to so I did what's called... And I, I was an au pair. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I just kind of was like a live-in nanny of sorts. That's dope. Gotcha. And my gig was great. I loved the family that I was with. The kids were so well-behaved. Uh -huh. I loved them. Um, and then I did another, like, uh, it's called work away, which is like the same kind of concept. You're tr trading services for boarding. Um, okay. And so I did that for the last few months while I was trying to get my citizenship so sorted out. Um, so I lived with two different families and it's so funny cause they're polar, polarly like opposite. No way. Um, so it was, a, it was a funny experience living with the one family that was like very coordinated, very organized. Like their whole house was like white Ikea furniture. Itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Area. And then I moved, um, in with an, the other family and they have like a little farm with a, like, you know, some oh, chickens dang. and bunnies and you wow. know, lived the vegan, like natural lifestyle and they had a very colorful yeah. house. And, awesome. but, they, <laughs> but they were both very different, but both yeah. wonderful in their own ways. You know, that's awesome. So, that's great. So you do two different aspects of life. Yeah, and I got two different like types of German culture That's for awesome. sure. That's cool. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Was it harder? Was it pretty hard for you to like make those friendships out there? Like no. that's yeah. intimidating. Okay. Like you just It yeah. normally is. Yeah. I got really lucky. I um so <laughs> I was very bored the first two weeks that I was there. <laughs> Dude, I was say, like, so I definitely completely knew. I, I downloaded so I downloaded Bumble and got Hey <laughs> Bumble BFF? I did do that. Hey! <laughs> So I did normal yeah, Bumble yeah. and I got quite a few free beers those first two months I was there. Okay. But then I also went on Bumble BFF and started meeting people that were new to the area, which yeah. is a city. So you get so many people and it was like a very, like the, the automotive industry is super huge there. Uh -huh. So like the Porsche, Mercedes, yeah. Yeah. that's where all of those companies yeah, are wire. founded. Yeah. yeah. 
And so you just got a lot of people coming from all over the place. Um, and so I went on Bubble BFF and I was, you know, meeting up with a couple people here and yeah. there. And it was pretty easy to make like casual friends and like got casual it. connections because people wanted something to grasp yeah. onto. But then there was this one girl who just sent me like a text, a copied and pasted like text box with a link. And she basically was like, I started this group chat for expats and new people moving to the area, German or not oh, German. Cool. Um, join the group chat if you'd like. You know, it's LGBTQ friendly, women yeah. friendly. Um, just a safe space for us to find some some people to meet. And so I joined this group chat probably when it was at like 30 people, which is a lot. Holy yeah. crap. And then yeah. by the time I left, it was at like 160 or something. <laughs> Holy crap. And it was awesome because it was just like this forum um, where they, they had like a couple subfolders and stuff. And so there was like meetup, um, flea markets, going out and stuff like that. So God. someone would text that and be like, so cool. it was awesome. Yeah. So someone would text on like a Wednesday night. For example, if I was, I was like, I want to do something. I don't want to yeah. be sitting here in my bed. Yeah. All night. I'd text and be like, hey, anyone want to go grab a beer? And the next thing you know, I'd be out with like a group of six girls so oh, it was cool. awesome what yeah. the fuck dude that is yeah. pretty cool and I made a lot of friends and I coordinated I helped coordinate some events so we did like white elephant and like stuff like that oh. it was so fun yeah. everyone's too nice though I was like you guys gotta get gag gifts and yeah. everyone's like <laughs> I got flowers and a teddy bear yeah. and I was like okay I'm gonna get pickles tampons and chocolate yeah. <laughs> they're like oh, Maddie why would you do that yeah. like, it was so funny the other American ended up getting my gift and she looked at me and she goes this was you wasn't yeah. it <laughs> they instantly knew instantly knew yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, but yeah. So I had a lot of good friends very early on, and I met that person. I think like two weeks after I had arrived in the city. Oh, wow. Jesus, so you have you were so set. I was okay. like I think the second week, somewhere in the second week, I went out with these four girls, all of which I was close with by the end of it, and okay. wow. I I would hang out with regularly. Like we had birthday parties together, nice. you know, New Year's okay. celebration. Just it, yeah, it was a great group of people, and Sorry. everyone who was going out and putting themselves out of the way like this and going and exploring finding some answers for themselves. They're all interesting people. They're wow. all fun. They're all like, you know, different types of people, introverted, extroverted, but everyone is searching for some sort of new stimulation in life and yeah. something exciting. So it was a very united group overall. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've always, like, I've always wanted to travel, like, travel way more, mm -hmm. right? But I feel like for me, like, I would need, like, I'm always telling myself I would need someone because, like, it's so, like, for me, it's frightening going somewhere yeah. completely new, you don't know the people. You may not know the language. Like it's yeah. so intimidating. But to hear like you know, there's people like who have groups that reach yeah. out and you can hang. Like that is like that's really comforting knowing that. Yeah, because know? every person that's doing that is also trying to find connections. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. It's like that's I would love to do something like that. Dude, I just want to travel by myself, kind of figure my shit out, and just yeah. like do my thing. But it's like the the not gets the fear of being alone or like just. Yeah, it's that she's right. It's that leap of like. You just get over there, and then you meet your group. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna be alone for just a couple weeks or so, yeah. but I will, I will meet people. Yeah. Like, yeah. the universe That's is gonna just... connect you with other people, yeah. so you're not alone. Well, and like even while I was living in Germany, I was doing all sorts of traveling outside of that. And there's all sorts of people that are just going for like a, a week long trip in another place, and you yeah. meet them in a hostel because mm -hmm. everyone's budgeting, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, for so sure. you're in a hostel that's anywhere from like fifteen dollars to like forty dollars a night, that's crazy. and you're meeting all these other younger people, sometimes older people who are just wanting to go explore something new. Mm -hmm, and yeah. so hostels were a really good opportunity. Workaways were a really good opportunity. And I'm still, okay. <laughs> I might be back with a, a consistent job, but I'm still looking every day. <laughs> I'm like, where can I go Not to things. next? You know? Absolutely. Um, but there's all sorts of workaway websites where they, you know, because it is that leap of faith, they kind of help you coordinate and make sure that you're prepared to go yeah. do an exchange like that. Yeah. Um, so for example, I somehow in my travels, I never ended up visiting Italy. So I want to go do that. Some at some point, and I'm thinking of doing like a two month thing where I just do like a work away for a couple weeks okay. in one place, move to the next place, move to the next place. Dang, that's um, cool. But there's so many opportunities out there. You just have to look. I didn't know you yeah. can do workaways that. Oh way. yeah, I'll send you. Don't worry. After this, I'll send you some. Dude, some hell yeah, that's actually pretty cool. cool. There's some solid things, and finding cheap flights, you have to figure out how to do it. But once you got it, you're locked in. You get some okay. cheap. You can do that around flights. America for farms too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I signed up for one in 2025 already. No shit. <laughs> I'm going to be a wrangler. That, what's, that's yeah, crazy. I've seen people do that. Yeah. What? I have a few friends that have done that too yeah, yeah. and doing awesome. it abroad as well. And yeah, there's places, asking, yeah. there's things everywhere. So That's yeah. awesome. What the heck? I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> and if you don't have, you know, any commitments or like things tying you down, you know, you can go do that at any point. Shit. And there's also, you know, there's you can nothing also, tying you down. You're single and you have no kids. 
Well, uh, my That's career. the man. <laughs> no, you can take time off. I guess. I you know. I do a lot of PTO. Yeah. yeah. Too much. <laughs> Too much PTO. <laughs> you do. You know, you That's go true. back to a little RV or something. But you can yeah. start it with just, you know, going on a two-week trip. Yeah. And then seeing how you like it, and then you might be like, "Wow, I hate my job. This is not worth it." Yeah. <laughs> right? Thanks, like, man. I just quit my yeah, job. Yeah. I'm free. <laughs> I have no money, but it was a great choice. Maddie, and that was one of us needs a job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys can rotate. We're a team because Derek always consistently has a job. Hey. Yeah. Derek, let's run away. We're going to Spain, baby. <laughs> hey, after, I found a hostel. After COVID, man, there's a lot of yeah. online opportunities. Like that's what I'm doing, and that's mm-hmm. why this past few months I've been able to. Do do so many things at the yeah. same time so you know there's, there's you got choices that's crazy there's always something that you could do so so when you were traveling in like uh europe mm-hmm. where where were some of your main spots that you hit because obviously um, Germany, right? But, i had a yeah. i started off with a college like my college choir was going to perform in greece so Duh. yeah so i oh, went out with a bunch okay. of college like, friends i'm not yeah. going home with you no <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> I'm like, staying. Yeah, I just stayed after that because I graduated. I was like, I'm not going back. Yeah. I'm staying. So, so. All right, now you're going on the plane. You're like, yeah. And the, the day I was getting on my plane, I was interviewing for au pair positions. Like I, I was leaving. Oh, I had wow. no, That's I had crazy. nothing set yet, but I was just praying. You're so <laughs> Dang. That's you quite the leap plane. of faith. Yeah, yeah. That going is a full yeah. leap of faith. Well, and not on the really. airplane, like zooming on your interview. No, straight up, straight up. <laughs> I was like, right. I had all my stuff packed and at the door. I was doing one last video call before I went. And then that ended up being the one that I got. <gasps> Dang. But it wasn't too big of a leap of faith for me because I do have family in Switzerland. So, okay, okay. you know, worst case scenario, I just go bunk it up with the good yeah. old fries, you know? It's like you knock on the door, they're like, huh? You're like, hey! I need a place to me sleep, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and when I first went there, I didn't have my citizenship yet. So I, you know, had the like three-month visa and everything. Mm-hmm. But then by the time I left, I had it. So now, if I wanted to go live in Switzerland, all I would have to do is pretty much email the consulate and say, hey, yeah. I'm moving. And then I'm coming home, maybe. Yeah, I just get to go. It's pretty sweet. We got a few years till America turn. <laughs> yeah, I got a backup plan. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. That's true. take that's me true. with you. But you know, that's <laughs> the other thing that I've realized living in Europe too is that every government has their problems. Every people yeah. Yeah. has their social problems. Like it's all the same. It's just yeah. a different font. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. Was it pretty? Uh, like, how was the process for becoming a citizen there? Was it pretty difficult? Yeah. Or well, I can up until twenty five Swiss. Children of Swiss citizens can claim their citizenship. Oh, shit. So it was a lot of fucking paperwork, man. Like, And they were like, oh, and you have to send it to us all within a six-month period. And it can't be – it has to be new documents. So I had to, like, order new birth certificate, all this stuff. Whoa. And then I had to do it all in chronological order. So I had to document, like, all of my parents' stuff since my dad left the – the country and moved to the U.S., so I had to do their marriage, like all this other stuff. My wow. brother's birth—it had to all be chronological wow. before I could do mine. So it took just an insane what? amount of time. Yeah. yeah, they don't make it easy. Then. Yeah. yeah. And then by the time <laughs> I went to the consulate to get my passport, luckily my German was okay enough. But like most people, I—you know—this th- is the privilege of having English as your first language. Yeah, most wow. places, if they're teaching you another language, they're teaching you English. Gotcha. So most people there speak English. And okay. like when you go into like the rural, like suburb areas, like. You get a little bit less of that, but yeah. in the cities, everybody speaks English. Gotcha. God, um, except, except in France, they they don't. They just like to speak French, They're which like fair, this. you know. Yeah. By yeah. all means, hold you know, no, I, yeah. hold your own. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to order a croissant, and I'm like, I'm just embarrassed. Like, croissant. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no winning if I say it with an accent. It's bad if I say it without yeah. an accent. It's bad. I just it's I just last, never last tried. I would go I would go with my French friend and have her do everything, and I'd be like. Yeah, very different speaking Spanish. Like when you speak Spanish, like like a Mexican person, right? They're like, hey, they get, job for they get excited. Yeah, yeah they're like, like oh, you. Judge you. So funny, actually. <laughs> Spanish people are like, okay. <laughs> and they'll try to they'll try to speak Spanish with you, but yeah. that's the thing in Europe. They're just like, let's just speak English. Like you say like a <laughs> sentence, and they're like English, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, I was trying to learn. Well, you, you, you're telling me exactly. He's like, listen, I got a lot of tables here, and I don't got the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the best was when they wouldn't ask to speak in English, and it just meant that my German was decent enough no, that they okay. did not. They probably knew that I wasn't from there because mm-hmm. the the dialects and the accents are so different yeah. depending on where you are. But they didn't question it enough to speak English. Damn. Okay. But anyway, so I went to the consulate to get my passport, and yeah. then um, the guy that I went up to the window for, he, I asked, I was like. 
can we speak in English? Like, German's not my first language. Yeah. And he was like, mm, no, my English is not for... And, and this was all in German. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, but, dang. Just, I was like, no, no, just, no, that's what an insult. He was like, he was like nah. no, no, my German or my English is not very good. So on the train, on the way there, I was like, shit, I don't know any of the terms for, like, passport, like, all this shit. Oh. So I was, like, studying real quick. And Dude. thank God I did because he was like, mm, no. And I, so no. I was like, yeah, yeah, literally. I was in the consulate, no. like, trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I was in the consulate, like, trying to speak a language that I'm so not good at, like, that I'd only spoken for, like, five months. But I pulled it together, got my passport, hey. got out of there. There you go. And now I haven't spoken German in about five months, and I don't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. If you don't practice it, you lose it, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. No big so. time. So when you first moved there, you didn't know any German? No, not at all. Like, oh. I had done Duolingo. Like, I knew a few words yeah. and okay. stuff like that. But it's not anything that I could apply. How would you? How how long would you say it took for you to like feel comfortable? Like, hey, I think I could I could do this. Like, well, the perk of being an au pair is that I started off talking to the kids in German, so wow. I had to okay. learn oh. things. Like, you ask oh. me about any type of like construction truck, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> oh dang! Okay, <laughs> my little like four year old. That's all I had to learn. You know? Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> and so, um, okay. but yeah, so I I definitely learned like the grammar and vocabulary of like you know the kids that I was working with gotcha. but it was a great start yeah. because yeah. trying to listen to adults talk at like full speed I'm like oh lord I cannot <laughs> you're <laughs> learning with them yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly and so it was really nice to do that and I also took a class like a like a high speed class where I was going three hours every weekday and so yeah I'm learning a lot mm. and practicing a lot and then I was taking that home and using it with the kids so Jesus. just applying three it. hours yeah. a day well. yeah during the weekday so it was nine to twelve oh. every day and so I'd wake up in the morning, I'd take care of the kids, get them ready for school. I'd head out, take my take the train into the city, go do my three hours, yeah. come back, get the kids. Good and then that was, my, that was my routine. And then six o'clock I was off and I would either just do nothing or go out. So, But it was a great gig. God. Yeah. That's crazy. So it was a really good way to learn German. And I, I feel confident about doing like any basic conversation. So if I need to get direction somewhere, if I'm out in public, I have no problem with the language. It's as soon as you get into like, like, I went to a, a family party with the second family that I stayed with. Uh -huh. They started talking about politics, and I was like, okay, I'm losing some terminology here. <laughs> and, then, and then just from context clues, I figured out the word for gun. I don't remember it now, but they started talking about guns. And then they turned to me, and they go, Maddie, <laughs> what do you think about guns as an American? And I was like, yeah, I got two on me, right? I literally, yeah, right? I literally just said, I don't know enough vocabulary to have this conversation. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, yeah, okay. And then they continued talking. But, you know, like every, yeah. Like, I always stay strapped, baby. Always stay strapped. But yeah, and it's so You know so I keep funny. that bang on. It's so funny this, the, how involved they are in American politics. Like, they know yeah. way more than I do. Oh, yeah. And well, because it's a fucking clown show here. Well, yeah. It's and, so and fun. Everything it's so is affected by the U.S. doing mm -hmm. some Correct. stupid ass things. Yeah. So as soon as the, the U.S. Of the does something, universe, it affects right? everybody. Yeah. 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 Well, it's such a huge economy. Yeah, so it's, gonna, of course, going to have an impact. So they always know everything that's going on, and they ask me my opinion, and I'm like, I don't know what impact our, you know, policy made on your Mercedes oil costs. Yeah, right. Like, what? A I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. Hey, I bought, bought, a, I bought a German car. What's up? Yeah. I support. Yeah, I support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I did my part. No. no. <laughs> Crashed it. Uh, Audi's also fucking. Oh, yeah. That's but, it. We're done. But, yeah, they knew, like, so much about, like, the financial policies that were being passed and stuff. And I definitely know, like, a lot about social issues, but. Yeah. Financial policies. Man, I don't have any money. What do I need to know? <laughs> oh, don't worry about those. Money. Don't worry about I'm saying. saying. <laughs> Somebody gets it. Less money, less problems. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. I ain't going to worry about it if you I don't have any. You can't get your money if you don't have any. Are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. Especially Keep all your money under your pillow. Keep all your money. Just don't. Under your bed. Spend it. Spend all Stuff your it money. in the mattress. Stuff it in the mattress. Mr. Krabs knew what he was talking about. I mean, I'm just saying. Burn all your money. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hello. Okay. Hello. Hello. Don't do that. Everyone. Call to action. Someone listening. Like, Dad, I was the told to burn the money. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? What podcast? Our is one this? listener that's not family. Listen yes. close. Why do they listen? No. What are we doing? That's crazy. Uh, super random. Not super random, but you you left or you went to Germany to kind of like get away from like the music scene, kind of take a break. Yeah. But did it also like influence your music lifestyle? Like, did it bring up any new ideas or you saw some new music 
ideas or sort of i didn't really see anything new yeah. like it's like i said yeah. same thing different font for yeah. everything including mm-hmm. music so there was the same kind of jazz jams like all that stuff the same court sort of <laughs> bias against women in the music scene <laughs> no, no way. i experienced that too like definitely like really co- especially the jazz musicians love my jazz boys but yeah good lord sometimes they just have no respect for anybody <laughs> wow multicultural Damn. disrespect oh That's, yeah it crosses it crosses all cultures right there that's <laughs> crazy it doesn't change much um, but you know then you sing once and then they're like oh okay she's cool she can hang yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. she's not messing so, she's not a karaoke I, so singer so we're just gonna ignore the fact that you were an absolute dick to me before a note came out of my mouth okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah, all that exactly. changed like, forget yeah. what I said okay. exactly forget what I just said yeah Damn. So I experienced that, which was kind of funny. I was like, oh, nothing changes. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, but Hilarious. Yeah, so funny. All we can do is laugh, right? Yeah, that's um, it. <laughs> but more than anything, I think just having that break allowed me to want to do music again. Wow. Um, because, you know, like I said, doing it for so long, so consistently, so aggressively, yeah. <laughs> means mm-hmm. that I never had time for my personal stuff. Yeah. Um, and so now coming back, I'm just in this mindset of like, I want to do projects with everybody. I want to try new things. Yeah. I want to go to jams. I want to meet people. And especially coming back to SAC, because yeah. um, my entire network pretty much was in slow and wow. with those teachers that I have. So That's wherever true. their connections are, um, but there's like nothing in SAC. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I don't know. <laughs> like there's a lot going on, but I'm just not a part of it yet. So that's kind of gotcha. what, since I've been back, what I want to get into. Yeah. Um, and there's quite a few like cool jazz jams and like like the little like neo soul jam- jams and stuff. The blues go jams here in SAC. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those, but there's there's a really cool um, neo soul one at Solomon's on K Street. That I, I, mean, feel like I've heard of this. I haven't. Oh, it's man. pretty new, I think, but I want to go. I was gonna go I I this week, but place. it seems pretty sick. Why so there's a good website, it's like sackopenmics.com. Uh, yeah. They killed it for a while when COVID hit, but I think they're starting to re-update it. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. the music scene's always changing, right? So, yeah, but I just I I've been traveling so much even since I've been back that I haven't really had a chance to get my foot in the door. Yeah. But I'm ten- tentatively I'm staying here for the next year at least, and I don't have any plans after that. So. Got it. I'll have some time to build that up. To build it up, figure it out. Yeah. Kind of see what you exactly. want to do. That's crazy, dude. So if anyone listening needs a singer. Just... Yeah, hey. There you go. You got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Hey, you guys only got a few months. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready no, for the done, project. This yeah. is also super random. I, I noticed that you were like on a on a magazine when you were at Downbeat. Yeah, Bali. Downbeat. Oh, yeah, the yeah. jazz magazine. Dude, what was yeah. that about? So Give we, us some info. That's sick. So I was in a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so Downbeat Mag is like the number one jazz magazine in the U.S. Jesus. Um, and so a lot of schools, a lot of, you know, smaller artists, bigger artists, everyone kind of applies to, you know, different categories of competition and then it gets voted on and, and chosen. And... Our, well, this is a touchy subject because oh. our jazz director just recently got a Title IX case filed against him. So we're not a fan of him anymore. Oh, but shit. It wow. was under him that we were recording stuff during COVID and stuff. And so he signed us up for um, these, these kinds of like jazz competition things. Hmm. Um, and I didn't know that he put my solo piece in there and signed me up for like the, the judging process. And so then he, he gave me the thing and I was like, Maddie, you got this. And so that was pretty exciting. Um, but we don't like him anymore. So. Yeah, gotcha. Right, gotcha. Okay. Hey. What's Title IX? Um, like a sexual assault and harassment. Oh. Yeah. So, so he yeah. fled California real quick. Yeah, I can so. imagine. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. And then and then if you search his name now, the like there's like four different articles in California about him. You know doing stuff to wow. students and then other people have resurfaced. It's like a whole thing is arising. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's weird because I was super close with him no. the year before and I think the only reason why nothing ever happened to me was because every time he would say something inappropriate I'd be like you should talk to your wife or your therapist about that damn <laughs> yeah he should have fucking listened yeah and then, <laughs> well and Dude. then the girl after me who who's like one of my best friends in college like we were you know two peas in a pod in a lot of ways but just different years like we were kind of the same person yeah, the same yeah. role so once I left, she kind of filled my shoes and all those things that I was doing. She took like different jobs that I had through the department and yeah, different yeah. like leadership things. Um, and then it happened to her. No, so no, yeah, no. so it was this whole thing. And it's so it's so stupid because everyone that knows the both of them would easily side with Dana. Yeah. Um, that's the girl's name. Um, and anyone who knows just Dr. White might side with him. But it's just this whole thing. It's just... Uh, that's crazy. Just a really weird experience. And it's especially because I developed my jazz knowledge and my experiences in his program. Yeah. 
So for a lot of us, it's been like, when you lose that kind of mentor, you don't have anything. Like I said, yeah. everything is your network, right? Yeah. So we all lost this person in the jazz industry. So it's just kind of, we're all kind of in like shell shock of just not no, knowing what to do, shit. not knowing if we can pursue anything in jazz or if we want to, because it's kind of tied to him now. So yeah, yeah. some people shouldn't teach. Fuck, dude. Yeah. True. yeah. And if they do, they're like usually in high fucking power. Yeah. Power yeah. corrupts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy, dude. That's, that's insane. Yeah. Cool thing Sad about the magazine, you. though. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I got that award, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the important thing. That's the positive. Did uh, yeah. getting featured in that magazine do anything? Um, it's just kind doors? of like a, a, I don't know. Like, it's nice to say if you know any other jazz people. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I got an award. But it's nothing, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe someone will correct me on this, but I don't think it's anything really that insane. Gotcha. Um, okay. I hated my solo, if that says anything. I was not happy with it. I guess everyone else loved it. Yeah, so. apparently. Apparently it was okay, but yeah. And it's funny because now with a few of those students that I was always in the jazz program with were trying to do some like vocal jazz projects. So me and three other um, people were going to try to record some like classic jazz standard vocal jazz stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll see where that goes, but we gotta. Okay. We're having a meeting tonight, so we'll see. Oh we're shit! Pick some, yeah. We're gonna pick some songs, and we're gonna record it all from abroad or not abroad, but online, just because we're yeah. all in different places now. So, okay. keeping the the COVID dreams alive. Hey, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> Recording Purpose from at home. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So nice. Do you see like like is there an end goal? Well, not end goal. I guess yeah, end goal for like your music. Like, is there like something you would love to do to get done with music? Like it could be a typical Your like future uh, be a singer, yeah, yeah. Um, Damn. <laughs> yeah, think about it. It's okay. Take Doing, a second. I think the music degree has taught me that I do love music and I love performing, and that will always be an aspect yeah. of what I want to have in my life. But I don't think I want to do it full time. I think you have to have a certain drive to be doing that constantly mm -hmm. and to constantly put yourself on the line for judgment as well. And because yeah, yeah. it takes, you know, you, you write a hundred songs and one of them is good. Yeah. And one of them is like up to par that it actually like collects a following or anything like that. So, you know, and then um, the U.S. Was, is it UC? It's either UCLA or USC's music program. They have a general USC, I think. Um, they have a rule for their music students that it takes seven to ten years to do anything that could be successful. So uh -huh. you have to be consistent for s at least seven years before you're going to break it, like through wow. with, with anything. Yeah, back in the day, if you got like a production, like an engineer degree, you would start as a master, like cutting vinyl, mm -hmm. and you wouldn't actually touch that board for like 10 years. You'd be like an intern for like, again, yeah. seven to 10 years. You know, well, that's the music industry. It's, it's such a small... You know, it's hard to rank up because yeah. the rankings are small. Yeah. 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 And that's why I was saying it's such a small community that so much of it is networking. And they have those opportunities now where you can go on like The Voice or whatever. Yeah. But there's like the weird like lack of benefit of then you have to deal with the contracts that you're signed up for. You don't oh, have any real, like a, you are you selling your soul. You don't have yeah. any artistic yeah. freedom yeah. for Nightmare. fame. And so it, for me, like music is not for if I wrote a hit single and made a lot of money, I I am okay. not complaining. Yeah. I'll just put that on the record. Yeah. That's a, yeah. <laughs> that's I'll take that. Yeah. But I'm doing it because I enjoy playing music with other people and especially yeah. good musicians. When you get some good musicians and you're you're jamming with people and having a good time, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's, it's like enlightenment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and music is a language, right? It's just like any other language, communicating with people, you know, developing relationships. And so you see a band on stage and they don't even have to talk because they know what's going on. They're so yeah. used to each other. They're comfortable yeah, with each other. Yeah. And when and it comes to jazz, a lot of improv. And oh, yeah, stuff, yeah. Right? You have to be comfortable. Part. You have to yeah. be comfortable. Uh, and it's so funny because like most of the people in my music degree, you know, like there's there's the jazz side of it. But a lot of the people that I was like best friends with and close with were the people that I was doing my classical training with. And it's so funny because none of them are like comfortable doing any of that. Really? Like they might be a better student than me in certain things, but their lack of comfort because they never try something like improv and jazz yeah. is so apparent. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because there's like mad shit talk about jazz musicians, <laughs> like the devil's music, like <laughs> all these hooligans. I'm not going to lie. A lot of us are just like the slack offs. Like we kind of just dick gotcha. around a lot of the time. Okay. We want to have fun. Yeah. You do get the people that are both that are like the strict, very structured, very OCD kind of version of like the stereotypical classical musician. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also, so uh, have an ability to kind of diversify themselves in, in jazz and other non-classical realms. Um, but there's not a lot of crossover. And it's oh, yeah. it's just experience. Because I know some great classical musicians who, if they were just 
thrown into the, like the mixing pot and tried to do some jazz, then they'd get comfortable with it pretty quick. But it's again putting yourself out there, just like the traveling yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, you have to kind mm. of be uncomfortable to get better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to learn something, you have to be uncomfortable. And I think because I've always been like that throughout my life and just trying new things, I love jazz so much. And it's new and unpredictable. And also because more people prepare better than me for classical music. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm that slack off. It doesn't yeah. rehearse anything. Until yeah, it jazz, more. you hit a wrong yeah. note, just hit it two more times and it's the right Yeah, note. you just gotta, <laughs> you you just gotta take it somewhere where it resolves. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I love jazz for that because, you know, I'm not that person who wants to practice my Bach piece for, you know, yeah. six months out. Oh God. Yeah. I want to get a lead sheet and just read it on stage. I'd much rather yeah. do that. So yeah. that's definitely more my style. See, that, that's what I was telling these guys. They're all focused on making beats and shit. I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. I just want to. <laughs> so we're the. Oh, I just want to write. Wow. So we're the classically trained musicians yeah. here, is what you're saying. And you're the beatnik jazz podcast. I'm just like, ah, give me a beat. Let's say this. That's, that's okay. my beat. Waking up from his nap. Yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys done? He's yet? just been sitting in the corner, like, like hey, right. what? I'm so ready. so what, do we, what do we make? I've been writing in my sleep. I throw myself in there. What do we make right now? What what do we make? Yeah, we yeah. make? Yeah. Me and Derek are veins are popping yeah. out of our foreheads. Like, like, yeah, try this, try this yeah, try it, Steve. Go for I'm it. Like, uh, set to zero. He's like, he's like I don't really like it. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely musicians too that just like prefer one or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my favorite musicians are always the people who can do both, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I admire them so much, you know. Oh, being yeah. and being able to be in that like emotional and social difference too because there's yeah. such a such a change I mm-hmm. feel like how do you mean just like the the classical environment like the energy of the people mm-hmm. is just very different than the jazz people I don't know they have different mindsets different energy yeah so um, what do you think like how how do you combine those two different aspects of how do you combine the perfectionist and the the kind of it's kind of the prodigy, right? The guy who's really good at his instrument, but he doesn't really like practice and study. Well, I will say, jazz musicians practice. They don't have a life either. They a lot no. of them will just yeah. be like it's the life. best guitar player that I know. Um, he's just he's playing guitar like three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like he does like just warm up, you know, like scales for an hour. I'm like, good lord, I could never do that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's work. that's the the vocalist in me. We don't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Other than learning the lyrics, like that's about all we got, you know. That's what I'm saying. Those bastards, man. They all they all get to look at music. I'm so jealous. (laughs) It's just not fair. (laughs) Oh, I can I can I can sense all the you know the. I'll I'll let these champs handle it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that there's value in both, and I think that there are the people that are you know just naturally gifted, and the people who work really hard and everything. Because jazz and and classical music, just all music, there's always something to learn and always something to improve. And that was something that I always was stressed out about with the music degree, like. Biology, you know, I, this is, doesn't apply for every major, but there's a lot of majors where you, you study your flashcards, you memorize the content, yeah. you learn how yeah. it applies and how it works together, and then you don't have to learn anything after that. There might be new things that come out and, you know, additional information, but with music, there is never a point where I've practiced a piece and I'm like, yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, it never ends. Yeah. You yeah. just have to kind of be satisfied with where you're at Jeez, and, yeah. and be acceptance have some acceptance for yourself and then know that there's room for growth yeah. but music is never something that finishes like it's you know constant it's constant perfection especially because the technology is yeah. changing you listen to oh. a great mix 20 years later it's going to yeah. sound like shit just because the technology has evolved yeah yeah god damn well yeah. honestly uh that's our time, Matt. We really Sweet. appreciate you, yes, thank you coming so much. here and sharing knowledge on your music yeah, and travels. Yeah. And Thanks for having fun. me. Super interesting. <laughs> no, for sure. That was awesome. Dude. And uh, keep us uh, updated on your travels. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. inspiring, honestly, for me. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm you just got to do it. You got to send me those links for will, sure, dude. That's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, I mean, thank you again, Maddie. And yes, appreciate you giving us our, your time. That's yeah, it, everyone. Yeah. Box session. Thanks. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we have the fireworks on the set. And... See that's it, dude. That's awesome. Great job.